Listeners, and welcome to another edition of the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. A million here with you, M I L I A N. I'm the overseer of this whole Borgata up in here and your host of your, uh, uh, for your listening pleasure. Yes, I said it. And uh, here on the program, we talk about healing. We talk about God. We talk about the legit Jesus that does the same thing yesterday, today, and forever. And uh, we hear testimonies and stories and accounts from people all over the world who share their experience, their walk, their journey, things that they see. And it's amazing how God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And everybody, it's really wild. A little different flavor with every uh, different person, of course, but the end result is the same. Joining me on the program today is uh, a bro of mine here in Las Vegas. We uh, recently started uh, ministering together and uh, hanging out a little bit, and I've uh, come to really enjoy working with him, and uh, we, we have a good time together. This gentleman today is involved with The Last Reformation USA, if you're familiar with that crew out there. Uh, his website and local ministry here is called Cry Out to God, and he also ministers with me here at Dominion Fire. Joining me on the phone, Las Vegas, Nevada. Rob Johnson. Rob, welcome to the Heal the Sick Podcast. What's going on, my bro? Oh, just hanging out. Here to chat with you. How you doing, brother? It's going great, man. I'm excited to have you here. And um, great to be here. It's, yeah, it's, it's fun. We've had uh, we've had some good times. We've done some ministering. We've hit the streets and we got more stuff coming. So uh so Amen. it's great that we it's great that we got this on here. So uh Rob, what I'd like to ask you is healing testimonies and uh, I always like to hear something kind of wild crazy out of the ordinary and uh, you're on the streets out here in Vegas all the time so what can you share with me as far as testimony well I'll uh, I'll share with you a couple of my uh, my very first healings um, uh, I was out on the streets uh, just after I got started doing this and uh, stumbled into uh, a 75 year old man who was uh, in a wheelchair he had uh, broken his back 12 years earlier, and uh, his legs were almost completely paralyzed. He could walk, but his, his ankles were frozen up. He kind of walked like Frankenstein and could could barely hold himself up. Uh, but anyway, uh, he was out, you know, with a sign, you know, homeless man uh, looking for a meal. And I went up to him. I, I brought him lunch and... Uh, and I started talking to him and uh, told him that I had a healing ministry and asked him if he had any uh, any pain or uh, sickness that I could pray for. And he told me about his back, uh, how he had injured it uh, 12 years earlier, and it was so painful he couldn't get up in the morning. Just uh, to, in fact, it was so bad he used to have to go and get uh, epidurals just to get some temporary relief from the pain. And I uh, thought, whoa, that sounds big. <laughs> but I said, good thing we've got a big God. So I said, uh, can I pray for you? And he said, sure. So I, I laid my hand on his back, and I, I commanded all the pain to go. I commanded it to be healed in the name of Jesus. And uh, I looked at him. I said, uh, how does it feel? And he just sat there for a minute, and he started to move around, and said, the pain's gone, <laughs> the pain's gone. And, uh, and then he started to check it out some more and he's like, wow, it hasn't felt this good in years, you know? And, uh, so he was amazed. I was amazed. Uh, 
and then uh, my my son and I were out them a week or so later and stumbled onto him and asked him how he was doing and he uh he said man I I'm I'm completely healed he said I I get up like a 16 year old now uh I uh, I don't have any pain at all and uh, I have just been in excruciating pain for 12 years so so that was totally awesome to see that uh and as time went on we one of the things we've we've started to do with our ministry is just finding people that are ready to go forward uh, that person of peace that that's open to the to hear the the gospel message and we started uh, feeding him and uh you know preaching Christ Jesus to him and um we discovered uh I thought he would just had uh you know real frail legs but I discovered that uh his legs had been injured in that uh surgery that he had on his back they had put pins in and I guess they had botched the surgery and and as a result he had almost no feeling in his legs they were completely numb he couldn't feel his feet at all so if you can imagine with with frozen ankles that wouldn't move feet that had no feeling in them and and legs that would barely move it was very difficult for him to walk so my son and I uh, started praying for him praying for his legs and uh after you know this was over a couple of weeks but every time we prayed for him he got more feeling back in his legs to the point where uh he has 100% feeling in his legs now his his ankles move freely now like normal ankles would uh he can walk it's just totally amazing and uh god's blessed him he's given him a, an apartment he lives in now and he, he eats every day he's, when we first met him, he hadn't eaten for three days. So it, it was it was an amazing experience. Now, you had said that he was in a wheelchair initially, right? He was, uh, which, uh, again, uh, I just thought he was frail at first because he's, he's real skinny. His legs look like chicken legs, you know, and uh, I just thought he was frail. But uh, as time went on, in fact, he was hard to understand. I, I learned later that he's got dentures, uh, cheap dentures that uh, fit on the roof of his mouth. And so it's hard for him to to talk and it's hard to understand him, you know. So it took a little while to flesh out what his problem really was. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing that catch, that really catches my attention about that story is the fact that you had to continue praying for him over a period of time. And um, it, it's hard sometimes because when we go hit the streets, we expect everything all at one shot. And eventually, you know, we'll grow into that. And there's times where it does happen. And uh, but in the meantime, as we're developing and growing, um, you're demonstrating that you have to sometimes really stick with this and stick with that perseverance aspect of it. So has doing that been difficult? Well, at first, you know, like most of us, I think I didn't understand that to begin with. You know, I pray and nothing happened. And I'm like, oh, dang, didn't work. You know, I guess my faith isn't big enough or whatever, you know. But um, <clears throat> I learned, in fact, this is what I learned from uh, Torben with the uh, the last Reformation, just press, press forward in faith. And sometimes it takes three or four times to to have the healing completely manifest. And uh, and that's that's made all the difference in the world for me. In fact, Jesus himself, you know, when he prayed for the blind man, he put his hands on the blind man and, and prayed for him. And he said, what do you see? The blind man said, uh, 
I see men walking like trees, you know, and uh, so he put his hands on him again and prayed a second time, and he said, what do you see? He said, I see, you know, so even Jesus prayed twice. Yeah, definitely, and we have about, uh, I'd say, 90 seconds before we have to cut for our segment. Can you tell us another quick testimony? Uh, Yeah, another great one was just a few days after that. uh, I was on my way home, ran into a guy, another homeless guy, young guy, discovered he had uh, degenerative disc disease. And again, I gulped thinking that was, that was big. I laid hands on him and, uh, and bang, I mean, he, he was healed two, two prayers it took, but, uh, he was completely healed and just, just, just overjoyed. So. <laughs> it's always amazing when, uh, what I, I call it when the moment the chain breaks, I love seeing that look. It's that trademark look that people get when they can't believe it actually happened. <laughs> it's so awesome to see. So, and the funny thing is when they start to walk away saying, thanks for praying for me, you know, and then, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> then they discover they're healed, you know. Yeah, it's always a cool thing. Listeners, there you have it. This is, uh, we hear it every week on the show. It, it all happens in slightly different ways, different flavors, as I said before, but uh, it happens. And sometimes you just got to stick with it. You got to keep going and uh, there there is no other way. Just keep going. That's all I can tell you. So uh, we are up against our first break. We're talking with Rob Johnson today from Cry Out to God, as well as affiliated with Last Reformation USA and Dominion Fire. I'm claiming him for us too. And uh, we're going to find out more about him, his background and experience when we come back so keep it locked here on the heal the sick podcast back in a moment thank you for listening to the heal the sick podcast presented by dominion fire church our ministry is growing and we would like to ask you to grow along with us currently we are in need of financial support and we are asking friends listeners and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. All right, we are back on segment two, Heal the Sick podcast. Again, this is a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Anytime you'd like to catch up on the entire catalog of programs, visit dominionfire.com, find the podcast link, and you will see every show in its entirety absolutely free. And I believe today is number 62. We've done 62 programs with a unique guest every single time. So it is uh, not too bad. Got to tell you, heard from some amazing Amazing men and women of God, and we got more to follow. So make sure you keep it locked here with me, Million. It's always uh, it's always cool to hang out with you. So in our first segment, we heard about some healing testimonies from uh, Rob Johnson, and um, now let's hear about him. So Rob, you've told me your story. We've had some great conversations over lunches and uh, and coffees and stuff like that. So share with our audience uh, about you, about your background and experience, and uh, let's hear it, man. Okay. Well. Uh where to start. Um, uh, for me, um, I was, I was born and raised in a, a religionist religion. You know, I, I believed in God, uh, 
but uh, it was, uh, you know, a, a skewed view of, of who God is, who, who Christ is. Um, and I was Mormon, by the way, um, and, uh, you know, born and raised, diehard in that. I was a, a true believer in it. Um, didn't know I, I even needed to, to seek God. I thought I was already there. Um, but God just started speaking to me at one point and uh, leading me from, from one thing to the next. You know, in order for me to come out of that, uh, the walls that were a mile high and a mile thick all the way around my heart and my mind, those had to come down first. And uh, God enabled that, and those walls eventually came tumbling down. Um, I was left not knowing what I believed after that, uh, when, when your, when your church is your God and then your, your church fumbles and, and falls, you know, that, that's a hard thing to recover from. And unfortunately, a, a lot of Mormons become atheists and agnostics just because, uh, that, that point you're left with, but, but praise God, he, uh, he looked down on me in love and he, he drew my heart to, to his son. And, um, I, I actually got saved just, just reading the Bible myself. Um, I, uh, started reading the new Testament and when I had read the new Testament before as a Mormon, it was just confusing to me because it didn't fit with, with what I believed. And I was trying to fit the the round hole into the square peg and it just it just didn't just didn't work and uh but after all that came down i remember just telling myself you know god you you speak to me you know you let you tell me what the word says and and, and help me to forget everything i think i know and as i started to read the new testament it, it was just so simple <laughs> and it came to life uh just in, in a in an amazing way for me and um and i started watching uh, a, a program on tv and christian program and you know they would do the the altar call at the end and the prayer for salvation uh i started saying that with them at some point not knowing what to expect or just expect anything but um after some time i remember one day i just i woke up and i just like I have a new heart. <laughs> it was a revelation to me. I mean, this heart in me is not mine. You know, God's given me a new heart and I was just blown away. And, and that's when everything started to change. And then I just, I just started praying, you know, God, you, you take the, the steering wheel of my life. I let you drive, you drive me where you want me to go. You take control on yours. And, um, and he just started to open up things to me. Um, he eventually, led me to a church. It was great. It was a great Bible, faithful Bible teaching church. And I learned the word and was very happy there. But after about three years there, uh, all of a sudden God started speaking to me and saying, it's time to go. It's time to go. And I'm like, what time to go? You know, I'm here in church. You know, what do you mean? You know? <laughs> uh, but he kept persisting and you know I, I kept resisting at first because I was very happy where I was I, I loved my church uh, I had friends there I was uh, I had no intentions of leaving but he just kept persisting you know it's time to go it's time to go and finally I said okay uh, I thought you know maybe he wants me to this kind of a big church maybe he wants me to find a smaller church that I can help build up to a bigger church and 
I started going to church after church and it just, nothing felt right. Uh, just, I just kept feeling that, you know, that tugging from, from the Lord that that's not what I was supposed to be doing. And eventually, uh, I started to realize that he wanted me to go out and, and fulfill the commission, you know, Mark 16, you know, go out and, and preach repentance and, uh, and these signs will follow those who believe, you know, they'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. They'll speak in other tongues and, and they'll cast out demons and yada, yada. And, uh, I didn't know where, how to start, you know, where to get started. And I eventually stumbled onto, uh, Torben Syndergaard's videos, the last reformation and, um, started seeing what he was doing, you know, going out and, and healing people. And not only that, but more than that, uh, you know, making disciples. And actually that's what Jesus called us to do is to be disciples and make disciples. He didn't call us to be Christians. He called us to be disciples, take up our cross and, and follow him and go and make disciples. And so I, uh, I went to a kickstarting event that uh, they had in, in Phoenix, Arizona, first of all, just to see if it was for real, you know, cause I was blown away at what was going on. And, that day I saw so many amazing miracles uh, right there in the same room. And uh, so I, I, I was sold and uh, spent the next three days with, uh, with Don and Torben out on the streets and at these other events they were having. And it just changed my life. And uh, that's, that's where I started to go out from there. You know, for me, the real transformation from there came, I, I still, you know, wanted to go out, but I kept feeling like I was missing something, you know, and during that time, I was really praying to God, you know, show me, Father, what, what does it mean to really love my neighbor as myself? I, I understand the, uh, the words, but I, I, I think I don't understand the essence of it, you know, I just kept praying, you know, reveal this to me, Lord, and uh, one day, I was getting ready for work, and I just got this horrible pain, you know, in my back. And I was like, oh, and, uh, you know, when you got pain like that, you just, you can't think of anything else, but getting rid of the pain, you know, and it, it just hurts. And, uh, I heard the voice of God speak to me and said, you feel that pain? I said, yeah. He said, well, when, when you've got that pain, you can't think of anything, but getting rid of it. When you see your neighbor in pain, you can't see his pain and be able to rest until his pain is gone too. I said, okay, Lord, I, I understand. And then, uh, another day I was getting ready and I was, uh, just hungry. You know, you know how that you have that intense hunger and you can't think of anything else, but feeding your hunger. And, uh, anyway, I heard that voice again saying, you feel that pain from that hunger when you're hungry like that, you can't think of anything else but satisfying it. So when you love your neighbor, you can't see his hunger and be able to rest until his hunger has been filled. And I, I'm okay. I understand now, Lord, what it means. And, uh, I didn't know how to get started. And, uh, I decided to eventually to just go out and get a breakfast every morning and, and go out and feed somebody before I fed myself. And I started to ask them, you know, if they had pain or sickness I could pray for and and people started getting healed. And that that was the 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 beginning for me. So where are you at now with this? Where um what are you growing towards any different directions? Are you um kind of developing in this? How 
from from where you had come from to where you are now, what's uh, what's it looking like future wise? For the future, or, or where I'm at now, um, you know, I go out uh, with my my 15 year old son that got saved uh, about a year ago. We go out together. We have uh, we'll go out, you know, with you or someone else every once in a while. I've got another brother from the last Reformation that's moved here. We'll just go out on the street. Sometimes we just go out and and pray for the sick. Sometimes we go out and feed the homeless and pray for them, you know, while while we're out. Um, and uh, that that's really where where I feel like I'm I'm called to minister right now. Um, and and also, you know, part of that is you know with the last Reformation. Um, again, not just it's not just about healing. The, the healing is is the avenue to preach the gospel jesus said you know in in mark 16 go out and preach the gospel and as you preach he said these signs will follow and so you know it's it's so much easier to preach the gospel when you're you're showing people that god is real he's alive and he's still the same today as he was yesterday and he'll be the same forever people see him in action you know it's so much easier for them to to embrace god and and give their hearts over to him but as much as that i i I have a heart for discipling and and helping other people to be disciples too to to go out and fulfill the commission with that's that's the call for every believer that's our mission some of us are sitting around waiting for for god to call and commission us to do something but the news flashes it already happened <laughs> jesus commissioned every one of us so we we know what we're supposed to do we just need to do it there you have it listeners quite a story quite a journey and uh like i said uh, rob and i have had wonderful conversations talking about this so phenomenal stuff and when we come back he's going to share a little lesson that's on his heart with us so keep it locked here on the heal the sick podcast don't nobody go nowhere thank you for listening to the heal the sick podcast presented by dominion fire church Our ministry is growing, and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support, and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay, final segment here of the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. And uh, been a wonderful show thus far, talking with Rob Johnson from Cry Out to God, as well as Last Reformation USA, Dominion Fire, going to throw that in there, and uh, bro here in Las Vegas who uh, has gone into battle shoulder to shoulder with me, so I can vouch that this guy is absolutely legit. He's uh, He's been right there with me, so it's been a uh, great experience hanging out with Rob, getting to know him and uh, ministering with him and having him here on the show today. So, Rob, you had mentioned in the last segment about the Great Commission, and in this segment we talk about 
uh, a lesson or a teaching, something that's on your heart. And uh, the topic of the Great Commission is kind of near and dear to you. So let's hear it, man. Well, you know, first of all, uh, you know, and this this really hit me the other day. I was I was thinking about this. You know, when Jesus was on the cross and after he had suffered and, and paid the price for, for our sins, you know, and also, uh, you know, provided for our healing as well. You know, by his stripes, we were healed. But he, he said, it, it is finished. And, uh, and I, I really believe what he meant is, I've, I've done my part. Now it's time for you to do yours. And and this is what he commissioned uh, his disciples to do, you know, after his resurrection, when he came back and before he ascended back to heaven, he, he said to them, and I'm going to read here, Mark 16, the Great Commission. Then he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. And note, he didn't say, and these signs shall follow a few anointed ones, or these signs shall follow some of those who believe. No, he said, and these signs shall follow them that believe. So if we're not seeing these signs, we've got a believer problem. We're not believing the words of of our Lord. And he said, in my name they shall cast out devils, they shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. So then after the Lord had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And it says, and they went forth and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. You know, so that's that's really a key. You know, they, they didn't just go out and preach words, you know, speak words, they went out and, and God confirmed what they were preaching with, with signs and wonders that, that followed, you know, and, and in, in the Bible, you know, Jesus never called us to be Christians. They never called each other Christians. It was the outsiders that, that saw them that called them Christians. You'll see that word, I think, three times, you know, in the New Testament, but it was never them talking about themselves. It was, you know, others had labeled them Christians. And the reason they called them Christians is because they were doing the works that their master had done, the works of Christ. They looked like Christ because they were doing his works. So they called them Christians. And again, Jesus didn't call us to be Christians. He called us to be disciples and to make disciples. And and I think it's important when we go out and preach you know, we, we do it with the, the healing and the casting out demons. You know, those, those signs will follow if, if we're believing, <clears throat> and that confirms the word. Um, you know, and if, if we don't see it immediately, press forward in faith. You know, Jesus said, you know, these signs shall follow. He didn't say they might follow or maybe I'm not called. No, <laughs> he said these signs shall follow all of them that believe. So press forward in faith and, and, and be faithful. And when we show up to work, God shows up to work. And when we're not working, you know, he doesn't have anything to confirm. And, you know, Jesus, again, now is the head. He's the head. We're the body. We're his hands and his feet. We're the ones that go out and do his works. He, he does his works 
through us. Again, he said, it's finished. I, I did my part. Now I'm the head. You're the body. Go and be my hands and my feet. Go do my works. And uh, when we step out in faith and do that, I mean, I've been doing this since since about a year ago when I, I started in earnest doing this after a few fails. Um, and what we have seen in this year, a little over a year now, has just been amazing. I mean, we've seen amazing miracles and and we've seen people come to the Lord. Um, we've had, uh, I think it's five people that we've baptized into Christ now. Um, it's it's just an amaz- been amazing what happened. And if I was sitting in, in the pew in a church, I mean, that, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not speaking against that, but but uh, you know, just being a spectator is not what it's about. And I heard uh, uh, a minister talking the other day. He said a church can either be a hospital or a hospice. You know, so the hospital is where you go to get made whole, and then you leave. You go out. Um, a hospice is a place where you go, where they make you comfortable while you die. And I'm afraid that that's what's happened to too much of the body of Christ. We're sitting in the pews, being made made to feel comfortable and and we're meanwhile we're drying up and dying and that's why so much of the church is dry and lifeless because we're not believing and we're not doing jesus said if you love me keep my commandments he said don't be just hearers of the word but be doers of the word and so that that's really what it's all about and uh i think that's the message that god is trying to to hit his people with right now. Um, going to these last Reformation kickstarting events, uh, I, I have had so many people from all over the world that are saying the same thing that happened to me. You know, God's calling them out of the church to go out, and they're so hungry to 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 figure out how to be a real disciple, and so they're coming to these events and and being enabled, and then they go out and they make more disciples, and they get people baptized into the kingdom and, you know, and it just perpetuates itself. That's where real growth is. And I think that's where the final harvest will be brought in. Yeah, definitely. The, um, the thing that, uh, Torben said when he was out here in Vegas and that's where, uh, Rob and I had met, uh, listeners, um, one line that Torben has said that just has stuck with me is that when you're out in the streets and you think, ah, people don't want to be healed. People aren't interested. And he addressed that. And his comment was don't curse the harvest. And I was like, ever since he said that, I was like, that is brilliant. So uh, definitely what you're talking about there, listeners, do not curse the harvest. It is there. It's just sometimes you got to be a little creative in how you get the crops to grow if you get my drift on that. So, um, Rob, it has been a pleasure having you here and hearing your story and having you share with us. And if the listeners would like to catch up with you, learn more about you and 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 don't forget, Rob is brand new to Facebook. I finally prodded him enough. He joined Facebook, I think. And uh, so he needs uh, he needs some listener friends to uh, connect up with him. So if you want to send him a friend request, where can people contact you? Please give us all your information. Um, well, my uh, my website, my personal website is cryout2, and it's the number two, not spelled out two, cryout2god.com. Um, there's a contact page there. You can hit me up that way, or you can email me at rob at rob at cryouttogod.com. I'm on YouTube. I have a U- YouTube channel. It's Hope for the Broken. 
and it's a number four, not not spelled out uh, the word for. So hope for the broken, all scrunched together, one word. Um, and uh, and then of course on Facebook now. Uh, yeah, I was <laughs> a slow one there, but I'm there now. So, uh, yeah, listeners, if you ever get stuck and you want to connect up with Rob on Facebook, make sure to send me a message or you can email me at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com. And I will also make sure that you get connected up with him. So, uh, got to build up that Facebook following. It's like, you've been on there, what, like five days and you already got like hundreds of people following you. And it's like, man, I'm doing something wrong apparently. So, um, <laughs> well, fa- Facebook know. is nice. You, you it's, uh, you know, you know, show you all the people where you got 30 mutual friends and stuff. So I figure, you know. They're mutual friends. They're easy. probably on page, so I'll, I'll hit the button. There are people hit me up, you know, so they make it easy for you. Funny, man. So, uh, Rob, as we're getting ready to wrap up, we always ask our guests if they will please pray for our audience. And uh, at this time, would you please pray for the listeners for healing and take us to the amen? I will. God, we come to you. We we thank you and praise you. We thank you, Father, that the fa- that the harvest is great. As our Lord said, the workers are few, and Father, we ask that you would send workers into the harvest so that we can bring in the final harvest. We know the time is short, Lord, and we want to do your works. We want to do your will. And right now, Almighty God, in the name of Jesus, I speak to those who have pains, sicknesses, and hurts in their body. On the authority of Christ Jesus, my Lord, I say, be healed, be made whole. I come against every oppression of the enemy, the devil. I command you to release my brothers and sisters. Get away from them. Leave them. Be made whole in Jesus' name. And God, I thank you that you send the Holy Spirit, that you enable us and empower us with that power that you've given to all the believers, that same power that raised Jesus from the dead, enable us and empower us to do your works, to do your will, Lord. And we give you all the glory and all of our praises in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, listeners. There you have it. Rob Johnson, Cry Out to God, Last Reformation USA, and hang with us at Dominion Fire here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Anytime you'd like to check us out, dominionfire.com is the website. You can also email me at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com, facebook.com slash dominionfire, and Twitter is at Healing Minister. So you're welcome to check me out at any of those places and uh, kind of follow what we got going on here as I kind of shepherd all the listeners and people through uh, all the cool stuff that God is doing not only through us, through our team, through myself and everyone here, it's just, uh, it's been a great thing and it just keeps getting better and better. And uh, I want to thank you as well for listening to the show and hanging out with us and sharing your experience as well. I've been getting some email from people that the show has really kind of prompted them to kind of get back on their feet and get out there and get working. So it's uh, very rewarding to hear that. So thank you for sharing that. And thank you for being upfront and honest with us about uh you know, just what your experience is. It's it's great to hear, and uh, you know, we got to bear each other's burdens and also encourage each other up. So, love hearing it. So, thank you for all that. We will see you next time here on the Heal the Sick podcast. And as we always say here at our ministry, boom goes Yeshua. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.